Hi, I'm Jerome Davis. I'm the Artistic Director of Burning Coal Theatre Company, and I have with me today Tim Locklear, who I believe, Tim, your title is Artistic Director at uh, Interact? Uh, managing Artistic Director. Managing I do both jobs. So. Very good. And uh, tell us a little bit about Interact, North Raleigh Arts and Creative Theatre. Um, Interact has been in the North Raleigh area in the Greystone Shopping Center. We're going into our 19th season. Yeah. The theater has been in that physical location for 18 uh, there in the Greystone Shopping Center and has really grown by leaps and bounds in the last six years tremendously there for the area. Sure. And um, we're uh, what we've been asking uh, the leaders of the theater communities uh, in this area is to talk just a little bit about First of all, the the losses or the delays that you've uh, had to deal with over the last uh, few weeks as a result of this uh, current the virus uh, situation. Mm -hmm. Well, we were on March 13th was our opening night for Freaky Friday. And uh, that was when everything was really coming into play. And we were very lucky that we were following the CDC guidelines and the guidelines set forth by Governor Cooper that we did our first opening weekend. The cast got to do that weekend. And then I canceled the show uh, telling the cast that Sunday matinee that that would be their last performance for the safety of our patrons as well as the cast and crew. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we just did not know what was going to happen. And just like today, it's, I still feel like we're all sitting in limbo waiting to see when we can, when we can make our schedules and what is going to happen. Uh, during that time, we went ahead and canceled um, our ending production of Young Frankenstein mm -hmm. and postponed the opening of our next play, which is Calendar Girls. We also postponed our annual fundraiser, uh, like yourself, yeah. We had to cancel, we had to postpone our fundraiser, which was supposed to be April 3rd, 4th, and 5th, our miscast fundraiser. Wow. And so those are the things that have affected us tremendously, as well as losing our spring classes uh, were to start this past Monday on the 23rd and go through the second week of May. So we've lost all of that revenue coming into the theater. How, how are so, the audiences responding to this? Uh, I assume a lot of tickets had already been sold for those things. How are, how are they responding to it right now? Um, the patrons have been really good. We've had several who have turned their tickets uh, over to donations to the theater, as well as some of the parents for our classes have turned those over for donations to the theater. But also we've had those patrons who have lost their jobs or are in financial hardship and they've requested their refund, which of course we have uh, definitely given back because right now we're a community and we're trying to help each other as much as we can. And you have a, uh, you have rent up there uh, in that space. Uh, how is that uh, going right now? I don't want to ask you to say anything untoward. But, um, uh, no, I, and I won't. Um, everyone knows we are in a retail space mm -hmm. um, and not in a city owned building that and our rental is quite expensive uh month to month and luckily you know i sent out an email uh last week about the ramifications of what could happen if we stay closed six months uh we're we're very fortunate right now that you know 
we're not going to close the doors this month or next month. But if we stay closed six months, you know, that really takes a bite out of the, uh, of what we've done. And if we were not subsidized by grants with the city of Raleigh, you yes. know, and the arts commission, United Arts Council, it, we, it, it would be in a pickle. Uh, right. Like a lot, like a lot of people are right now. Yeah. I, I think that's right. Uh, that's absolutely right. Well, uh, it sounds like you have a little bit of um, uh, of a nest egg to to fall back on, and and then the grants, and um, and then some very generous uh, customers, which uh, we're all kind of keeping our fingers crossed. Yes, that we do. We can claim uh, these days. Uh, Tim, uh, what is uh, you guys do so much uh, there? What uh, you you have a season that runs uh, basically during the the fall to spring is that is that how your season yeah, actually usually our first production is in july uh-huh. uh and we run from july all the way through to june um we have nine shows that includes our cast camp uh which the students are usually auditioning in april and they will come in the last week of july and put up a production in two weeks uh pete Comprator has been doing that for 10 years for the theater and it's a big revenue for us. I'm really concerned about whether we're able to do our summer camps because, you know, that will really take a bite out of our budget. If we, if we lose our summer camps. Right. And people are going to be uh, reticent to send their kids into public spaces, I would imagine. Uh, So let's hope this. uh, Yeah, let's hope it blows over. Um, in, as you look to the future, if you do nine shows, you don't have a lot of time to, to move things around. So I guess the shows you had this spring are, ne- are now not going to take place, or are you going to try to uh, I am not sure. I am having a meeting. I was supposed to have one yesterday with uh, uh, some board members, and some things happened where I wasn't able to do that. So right. it has been rescheduled for Tuesday, and... I'm, I want to talk and try to figure some things out like all of us are doing about how to move things around as well as, as you know, you also have to talk to the companies about moving your right dates. And if the rights are going to be available, the, the general public doesn't realize what it takes to, you know, move things around and say, well, you should be able to do this when they don't know the mechanics of what is involved when you're dealing with other companies. Of course not. That's right. That's really true. And um, so, so can you talk about your, your upcoming season at all? Do you know? Oh, yet or have, um, yeah. Well, our upcoming season, the way we have it uh, as of this moment, we had our announcement in February and we were going to open with Lizzie the musical, which is a regional premiere that's never been done around here. And then we got the rights to American Sun, mm. play that was on Broadway last year with Carrie Washington musical, uh, followed by we're going to do an original Christmas show called uh, Holiday Memories. And it's going to be like a cabaret style show and celebrate all holidays, um, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, all those holidays and include everyone involved in the holiday season. And then in January, we're supposed to open in the next room or the vibrator play by Sarah rule. Very good. And, and then we're, and then in March of 2021, we're doing a musical called uh, the view upstairs. Hmm. And then April of 2021, we had the 
we got the first North Carolina rights to do the play Roe by Lisa Loomer about Roe versus Wade. Mm -hmm. And then I'm still not released to tell our final musical. We have a mystery musical that um, I can't announce yet. I have not been released to announce it. We were supposed to announce it uh, on June 1st of 2020, but we might be able to announce it sooner than that. And I'm hoping we can. With the coronavirus and everything, I actually got a letter saying that I should hear something on April 1st about being able to announce our final musical. That's really nice. That's good. Uh, a little extra push uh, to encourage those subscribers to. to exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Uh, is there anything you want to say to the to the to your audiences, Tim, or to or to the artists uh, who work with you? I just the one thing that I have been very appreciative of is the fact of our patrons, as well as the artists that come in, whether they are on the stage or whether they're lighting designers or set designers. Um, you know, they've been very very supportive during this time, sure. and. I know some of them are so ready to get back on the stage. And one of the things I said in another interview this morning that I had is, I hope the public realizes that during this time of isolation that we're calling it and being, you know, we can't go out and do the things we normally do. Everybody's turning to the arts, whether it's TV, music, um, movies, the one thing that I hope a lot of people will take to heart and realize is that the people that they see on the screens on TV, I would say 95% of them started on a community theater stage somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's so important that after, after all of this, and we will get through this as a, as a community, as an arts community, I have been in a lot of areas and the triangle I think we can honestly say, if I reach out to you, you're always willing to help. If I reach out to Patrick at Rod Little Theater or Theater in the Park, all of us are a true community, a true theatrical community here in the Triangle. And you couldn't ask for any anything better. We're, we really are a family. And for that, I am so thankful. And I just want everybody to know, it seems like a bleak time and really hard right now, but I know we will get through it. Well put, uh, my friend. Uh, well, we uh, we wish you break a leg uh, with that, and uh, hopefully sooner rather than later, uh, we'll see uh, Interact fire its engines and uh, get, get back on the board. I sure am ready, as I know you all. Thank you for joining us today. Timothy Locklear, uh, Managing Artistic Director at the North Raleigh Arts and Creative Theater in North Raleigh. Thank you. Thank you so much. You have a good day. You too.